0: This is a Thinker's 50 podcast, brought to you in partnership with the Brightline Initiative, bridging the gap between strategy design and delivery. Hello, I'm Stuart Craner and this is a Thinker's 50 podcast. Today, our guests are Alison Reynolds and David Lewis, authors of a forthcoming book called The Qi Effect. So tell me about the genesis of the Qi Effect, David.
1: Hello, Stuart. What Alison and I have noticed over the years is that in our organizations, we design and implement processes, procedures, and rules to control events and produce our desired outcomes. We then create a hierarchy of management to ensure each level of management follows the processes, procedures, and rules. The problem is that events turn out not to be as predictable as they're assumed to be when we design the processes, procedures, and rules. So we design more processes, procedures, and rules to cater for exceptions And an ever-burgeoning bureaucratic monster is born slaying agility, adaptability, and innovation along the way. The Qi effect is an antidote to this bureaucratic nightmare. Qi stands for quality interaction and is a new way of thinking about strategy execution. At the heart of understanding Qi is understanding what it means to be a person in relation with others.
0: So when did you first see this in practice, Alison?
2: Well, we first observed the chi effect in a restaurant called the Red Lobster in Taramina in Sicily. And if you've ever been there, you'll know that the restaurants in Taramina are incredibly crammed together in the narrow streets and competition is really high. We passed several restaurants when we were looking around and many of the staff were outside haranguing us, attempting to entice us in. And it was not until we came to the Red Lobster that we were actually left in peace to peruse the menu. The trouble was the Red Lobster was full. Just as we were about to move on, a warm and effusive waiter looked up from within and said, if you'd like a table, I can have one for you in 10 minutes. Meanwhile, I'll bring you a complimentary glass of Prosecco. It was a no-brainer. Once we were seated in the restaurant, the service was quick, friendly and attentive. But what really caught our attention was the way in which the waiters, squeezing between the packed tables, chatting to customers, taking orders and cleaning up, um, were switching roles, alerting each other to different customer needs, recognising and greeting customers. There was no evidence of hierarchy process or role attribution. We noticed how by a simple glance the team appeared to be communicating with each other to respond immediately to customer needs. Together we joked about what it would be like if this restaurant had specialized greeters, specialized clear-uppers, specialized wine waiters and a senior waiter barking instruction. The Red Lobster had none of the demarcation that comes with hierarchy and process. We loved being part of this environment, so much so that when we were later thinking of a book, we were actually considering naming it after the restaurant.
1: We became so enthralled with the seamless and dynamic way in which the team of waiters responded to events and delivered a great customer experience, that the next morning we called the restaurant and asked whether we could come and interview them. We wanted to know how they created such amazing teamwork and responsiveness. The woman who answered the phone turned out to be the restaurant owner and she invited us to coffee the next morning. Her name was Adrienne. We explored how Adrienne ran the business and what were the key principles of the incredible team interaction we had just witnessed. Adrienne's response was disarmingly simple. Well, we just see it in the eyes. Being fully present in the moment, attuned and emotionally connected to each other were the core ingredients of this team's energy, or chi, as we've come to
0: call it. And what about lessons in leadership from the the restaurant?
2: Well, as a leader, Adrienne also had some pretty unconventional qualities. We noticed that she was genuinely curious about her customers and staff. In fact, the walls in the restaurant are absolutely adorned with photos of customers she's connected with and actually later been to visit. Similarly with her staff, she knew absolutely what made them tick, what they enjoyed and what made them anxious. She was constantly learning and made some serious time for it. In fact, Adrienne travelled around Europe every winter to visit other restaurants, gather ideas to experiment together with the team. She was also a role model of the culture that she sought to develop. She behaved as she hoped others would. And her ability to be 100% present and just feel when a member of her team was overwhelmed or needed support was absolutely second to none.
0: So you've had a good meal, what what happened next?
1: Well, being business thinkers, of course, we could not help ourselves from comparing what we had learned from Adrienne at the Red Lobster with our experience in the organizations we work with. We realized that what Adrienne and her team demonstrated was a quality of interaction rarely seen in organizations. It's this quality of interaction that we call chi, the energy we create together through our behavior. Thinking about this, we came up with a hypothesis and set about testing it. The hypothesis was simple. Organisations that embrace diversity and include that diversity in decision making and execution and operate in an environment in which people feel safe to express their thoughts and feelings, as we saw at the Red Lobster, are more able to adapt to dynamic and unpredictable situations.
2: To cut our story short, our research across a hundred organisations supported our hypothesis, but this didn't really surprise us. What we were interested in was the behaviours that differentiated those organisations that were able to embrace and harness diversity, the Qi organisations, from those that could not. We identified the behaviours that characterise Qi environments. Curiosity, inquiring, encouraging, nurturing, being experimental and being forceful. We also uncovered the behaviours that undermine and destroy Qi, That is, being directive, hierarchical, controlling, cautious, conforming and resistant. This shows what we really need to focus on to create the kind of energy or chi that leads to successful outcomes. We need to focus on the behaviours that count, including eliminating those that undermine that positive energy. And the great thing about that is that the behaviour is the one thing that each of us can individually take responsibility for and commit to change.
1: What we know from our research and what we witnessed at The Red Lobster is the incredible power of the Chi effect, the impact of the energy we create together through our day-to-day behavior and how that ultimately determines both business outcomes and how people feel about their work. So all
0: this leads to the book, initially called The Red Lobster, but now The Chi Effect.
2: Absolutely. So our book, uh, now called The Qi Effect, will equip the reader with an understanding of actually the philosophy behind effective interaction, uh, the behaviours that count, the methods and processes that facilitate developing an organisational qi, that is the energy that enhances strategy execution and honours what it means to be human. Uh, Our ambition is really to help leaders apply the qi principles to the environments that they are responsible for cultivating.
0: And are you encouraged what you've seen so far?
2: Absolutely, David and I have um, been working with a number of clients um, using the Qi Effect principles um, as large-scale um, organisational and leadership initiatives um, and what we're really focused on is really trying to make this really kind of nebulous concept of interaction very tangible um, and really helping clients to, um, to work um, with a specific um, kind of focus around that, um, which so far um, we've been really um, pleased with the, the positive outcomes of, of such work.
0: Are you optimistic
1: about organisations, David? I'm always optimistic, and I think what's so important to us in, in this work is trying to help people who want to make that shift and want to work in an environment where people are included, different ideas are included and considered, convention assumptions are challenged, to take them on the journey we know they want to go on to be more adaptable, more agile, innovate and create new value. We just want to help people on that journey through this clarity of thinking around the behaviours that count.
0: Alison Reynolds and David Lewis, thank you very much. The Chi Effect is published as part of the Thinkers 50 and Unbound series. To support it, please visit unbound.com. Thank you. This is a Thinkers 50 podcast brought to you in partnership with the Brightline Initiative, bridging the gap between strategy design and delivery.